Hey everybody, this is Jake Walker and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. 1 Corinthians 12.1 says, Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. And in chapter 14, verse 1, Paul says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. I'm really excited for today's episode because we're talking about spiritual gifts and how they're important uh, in light of the day of Jesus' return and living for the day. So I hope that you'll be encouraged. I hope that you'll be equipped. I hope that you'll be inspired and that you will uh, go to the next level of using your spiritual gifts um, through this episode. So let's jump right in. Hey everybody, thanks so much for joining me for this episode. I'm really excited about um, spiritual gifts. What a what a fun topic. You know what I was thinking about? Um, for those of you who have seen the Lord of the Rings movies and the fellowship that, you know, starts off and, um, you know, is on this quest to destroy the ring of power. I was thinking about, you know, Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli. What if on this journey, Legolas just decided to not use his bow <laughs> and arrow, and like this great skill ability he has to defend Frodo and go and rescue Merry and Pippin? What if he just was like, "No, I'm not going to use my bow. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight." Or Aragorn just puts his sword down and just doesn't use his ability to wield his sword. Gimli throws down his axe. What if Gandalf just throws down his staff? They just don't use it. Or, or you know, let's go to Marvel. For those of you who've seen the Marvel movies, the Avengers. What if all of a sudden, you know, they they've got they're trying to fight Thanos or something, and Iron Mar- Iron Man just turns off his suit. Captain America throws down his shield. Thor throws down his hammer. And they're just like, well, we'll try to fight him just with our fists. It's like, no, it's not going to work. And also how sad. They have these great abilities. And they're this great team with these great abilities. And can you imagine if they just didn't use these abilities that they've been given? Ugh. Ugh. That would be such a bummer. And things would not work out as well. Well, I just give that little illustration because if you're a Christian, you've been given a spiritual gift. You've been given this ability from God to build up the church and move the mission forward. And the point of this podcast episode is we need you and we need you to use your spiritual gifts. We need to, we need you to use how God's made you and, and these special abilities that God's given you to move forward the mission and to build up the church. Don't be, uh, you know, one of those characters in this epic story who just doesn't use your spiritual gifts. Let's go. I want to read a passage and then we'll get 
more into it. This is 1 Peter 4, 7 through 11. It says this, The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. What a powerful passage. So, this podcast is all about living for the day, right? The day when Jesus returns, the end, you know, of, you know, earthly history, um, you could say. And so I love that this passage says, the end is near, therefore something. All right, so this really relates to our podcast then. The end is near, therefore, what does it say? Be alert and of sober mind, pray, love each other deeply, offer hospitality, and Use spiritual gifts to serve others to the glory of God. Amazing. So one of the things Peter's saying in light of the day of Jesus's return is use spiritual gifts. (laughs) Why? Because they build up the church. They serve others and ultimately for the glory of God. Okay, so apparently this is important that we do this in light of the day of Jesus's return. So Let's go over what spiritual gifts are. Um, Spiritual gifts are abilities given by the Holy Spirit to an individual to build up the church and push forward the mission. Boom. There it is. Spiritual gifts are abilities given by the Holy Spirit to an individual to build up the church and push forward the mission. This is important, like I mentioned uh, at the in the intro of this podcast. It's important that we know this because Paul and really the Holy Spirit through Scripture is saying, I don't want you to be uninformed about spiritual gifts. And I just was thinking, like, in this fourth quarter, you know, for Peter's saying, the end's near. The end is near. In this fourth quarter, in this time when Jesus could come back at any time, we need every player in the game to be operating on all cylinders. We need everybody not on the bench. We need everybody in the game, right? With their weapons, with their special abilities. And so person listening to this podcast, I'm just declaring to you, get off the bench, get in the game, know your spiritual gifts and use them with passion, Right, Paul. I'm getting ahead of myself, but Paul says to Timothy to fan into flame the spiritual gift that you've received. I want to encourage you. We need you. Fan into flame the spiritual gift that God has given you. I was thinking about Hebrews three thirteen. Right. Therefore, encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We need you to use your spiritual gifts. So, spiritual gifts are abilities given by the Holy Spirit to an individual to build up the church and push forward the mission. If you are in Jesus Christ, 
If the Holy Spirit indwells you, you have been given at least one spiritual gift and the body of Christ is incomplete without you using it. We need you, especially in light of the day of Jesus's return. First Timothy four fourteen says, don't neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy when the body of others laid their hands on you. So we need to not neglect our spiritual gift. You have this spiritual ability. Don't neglect it. This is so amazing to me. This is so encouraging to me. It's so empowering. My friend who's listening to this podcast, there's a mission. You have a mission from God. Your life is not boring. Your life is not meaningless, right? You've got a mission that God has called you to and equipped you for. And so you get to play this beautiful part in this story of God, the story of God's redemption. It's greater than the greatest Marvel story or Lord of the Rings story. It's the truest, it's the true story. And your temporary actions have eternal consequences. Come on, what could be more meaningful? Oh my gosh, and how cool, how generous of God. It didn't have to be this way, but he's actually empowered you, if you're a Christian, with spiritual gifts to move forward this mission and build up the church. It's it's amazing. And I was just thinking, imagine if every single follower of Christ took this seriously and was like, oh, I have the gift of prophecy. Oh, I have the gift of encouragement. Oh, I have the gift of mercy. Oh, I have the gift of teaching. Oh, I have the gift of interpreting tongues. Boom, I'm going to use this gift to the utmost. What would happen to the body of Christ? What would happen to the mission? Oh my gosh, it would just be amazing. It would be amazing. And I can't even imagine it. But um, we got to do it. Here's Here's another lesson about spiritual gifts. God determines your spiritual gifts. You determine their strength. God determines your spiritual gifts, right? He's the one who distributes them, but you determine your strength. I think sometimes we think like, well, you know, I think I have the gift of, you know, I don't know, teaching. Cool. And and then it's like, well, the current level I'm at with my teaching gift, that's just all there is. No, no, we can develop our spiritual gifts. We can grow in them. Don't think that your current level of whatever your gift is, is all that there is. Go for more. Just like Paul said, right? Fan into flame. And also, here's what's cool. While God gives at least one spiritual gift to every believer, we can ask for more gifts. We can desire gifts. Like I said in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, when it says, eagerly desire spiritual gifts. And by the way, God is so generous. He's a generous God. And so I want to encourage you to know your spiritual gifts, to use it, but also ask for spiritual gifts that that are desirable to you, that you're like, man, I want that spiritual gift. God's a generous father. So ask for him. I love Romans 12, 6 through 8. Um, I'm going to try to say it from memory. Uh, We have different gifts according to the grace of, given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's 
um, serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Whoa, so awesome. And I just want to say really quick, I'll get into this a little bit more later, I think. But I just believe there's a lot of grace for going for it with spiritual gifts. Like the Corinthians were a mess. You know, their meetings were so un, un uh, or disorderly and kind of they were, <laughs> you know, just going crazy. Paul had to correct them and bring order. And yet he told them, go after spiritual gifts, desire them. You know, he wanted all of them to prophesy. Like, so I just believe there's, 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 there's a freedom to ask the Lord for gifts and then, you know, experiment and try them. And, you know, with counsel, with time, um, you can see if that's a gift that you've been given. There's so many gifts. Here are a few. Encouragement, giving, leadership, mercy, prophecy, service, teaching, administration, discernment, healing, tongues, or maybe better just called languages, uh, interpretation of tongues or languages, the word of wisdom, faith, helps, the word of knowledge, miracles. Oh my gosh, there's some. And, you know, I, I would argue, and I think scholars argue, that the lists, you know, in Scripture, um, for example, in Romans 12 or 1 Corinthians 12, they're not necessarily exhaustive. Like there are probably spiritual gifts that weren't necessarily mentioned in those lists. So I want to encourage you to know your spiritual gift, to use it, and also ask for spiritual gifts that you want. Um, how do you know what your spiritual gift is? Well, first of all, ask the Lord. Lord, what? how have you gifted me? Number two, I would encourage you to seek counsel, somebody who knows, you know, what spiritual gifts are, and ask them, you know, hey, you know my life, you know spiritual gifts, are there any that you think I have? Just just ask. And then also experiment. If somebody's like, hey, I think you have, you know, the gift of encouragement, then start experimenting and just encourage, just machine gun encourage people, <laughs> right? And um, I just believe that you'll you'll start to get a sense from the Lord and through confirmation of others um, that, yeah, you've got that spiritual gift. So ask the Lord, ask wise counsel, and experiment um, with spiritual gifts. So, um, yeah, I just want to share just briefly about the time just because I think it might unlock a little bit of freedom. When I received um, the gift of tongues was um, in a kind of a ministry time <laughs> with my Uncle Dale, who's been on this podcast before, one of my um, heroes in the faith. And he was leading a ministry time. I was on a mission trip in high school and we were talking about spiritual gifts. He was talking about the gift of tongues. And maybe it was like a, a word of knowledge or a prophecy of his. And I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines that God wants to give this gift, the gift of tongues. He wants to give this to you. So um, 
if you want to receive it, I just want to encourage you to, um, as I pray, to speak out and receive this gift. And so um, when the time came, um, you know, it wasn't this like crazy ecstatic experience for me where I like couldn't control what was coming out of my mouth. You know, the Bible says the spirit of the prophets are under the control of the prophets. Um, so I don't think that there's like this, usually this kind of like wild out of control feeling, um, with these gifts, but I just, you know, wanted that gift. I had this sense from the Lord through my uncle Dale that God wanted to give me this gift. And so I just spoke out, um, and I, I spoke out in words that I didn't understand but I believe that God understands. Um, and that was the day I believe that I received the gift of tongues and the gift of tongues has been a gift of me, um, the, for the edification of my own inner man as, as the scriptures say. And so I just tell that story because I just believe that there's, uh, you know, it wasn't this like super crazy, you know, ecstatic experience. It was really a step of faith. Um, and it involved another person and it involved me saying, God, I want this. And, um, I just believe there's grace to step out and to go for it and to, to try. So with that said, I just wanted to share a little bit about the gift of prophecy because Paul seems to be really adamant and eager and excited about the gift of prophecy. And he wants, um, he wants it to be really used in the church. And maybe you're like, what the heck is the gift of prophecy? So maybe I could just break it down a little bit. And I just wanted to add, um, uh, let me flip in my Bible. Sorry. Uh, I just want to read the exact words um, from 1 Corinthians 14, 1 and 39. Okay about prophecy, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the spirit, especially prophecy. So Paul's saying eagerly desire to prophesy. Okay. And then 30, um, 39, therefore my brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. There it is. <laughs> um, so I think that's a command like to you, be eagerly, be eager to prophesy. Come on. Okay, so what the heck is prophecy? Prophecy is, you know, some people think it's all about um, foretelling. And we see in the New Testament, there is, you know, sometimes um, some some foretelling or some like predicting the future, but mainly it's foretelling. Mainly it's um, saying something that God has spontaneously brought to mind, really usually to encourage strengthen and comfort the body of Christ. So, um, New Testament prophecy, it's not, um, you know, the same authority as God's written word. You know, first Corinthians 13 talks about how we prophesy in part, but it's still powerful because it comes from God. How exciting. Can we just think about this for a second? Like God could give you a spontaneous word or spontaneous revelation, something from him from him that you can then declare out to someone else and it could absolutely change their life because it's a it's a word from God 
in your own human words. Wow. So, so 1 Corinthians 14, Paul's referring to something God may suddenly bring to mind, something God might impress on someone's consciousness in such a way that the person has a sense it's from the Lord. Prophecy occurs when a revelation from God is reported in the, you know, the person who is prophesying's own merely human words. So again, prophecy is not mainly about prediction. It's mainly about edification. I love 1 Corinthians 14, 3. Let me just read it really quick. Um, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Whoa, strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. So, you know, I've heard, um, and I would just encourage you, as you're seeking this gift, because Paul said to eagerly desire prophecy, I just want to encourage you, as you ask the Lord, God, give me the gift of prophecy, please, Holy Spirit. I believe that he wants to give you that gift. And then, And then I would encourage you, Lord, who's somebody that you would want to encourage through me? And then just ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to say? What what would you say to this person right now? And then if what comes to your mind is encouraging, comforting, or strengthening, then I want to encourage you to say it to that person. And you could say, don't say, thus says the Lord, you know. But just say, hey, I feel like God might be saying this. I think God may be saying, you could even, you know, preface it. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm asking the Lord for the gift of prophecy. I'm, I'm, I'm asking for him to speak to me, to encourage others. Um, I was praying for you and this is what I felt. Um, another thing, you know, God can use scripture. Hey, I felt like God had this scripture for you today. Um, that's so cool. And uh, and then if you, res- on the other end, if you're receiving, you know, somebody says that, always test it. The foundation is God's word. So if it ever contradicts God's word, flush that one. That one's not landing. <laughs> um, but also, you, you know, maybe you can, you test it, right? Um, test, test prophecy, test the words. And part of how you do that is through wise counsel. So prophecy is so fun and it's so great. And uh, I just want to mention, while it seems like primarily New Testament prophecy is about the strengthening, encouraging comfort, I think that it also can be um, correcting. It, it can be, um, you know, uh, uh, a warning, you know, to to the church. But especially when you're warming up and you're learning in your beginning, uh, I would advise you to um, really focus on just that encouragement, comfort, and strengthening. But be open to what the Lord um, would want to say through you. Again, um, Paul, I think Paul would indicate that a lot of people can prophesy, which is pretty cool. Um, especially he's telling us, he's telling the church to eagerly pursue it. Um, as I get ready to close, I just wanted to read another verse. I'm going to have to flip in my Bible again, so sorry. First Timothy 
118. Here we go. This is so powerful to me. First Timothy 118. Paul's talking to Timothy. He says, Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. Whoa, did you hear that? Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. Apparently, Paul's saying to Timothy, hey, remember those prophecies? They're going to help you fight the battle well. So I want to encourage you, if you've never had someone um, speak a word, uh, a prophetic word over your life or a prophetic encouragement over your life, I want to encourage you to ask someone that you know operates in the gift of prophecy, who knows the Lord, who's grounded in scripture, to ask the Lord um, for a prophetic word for you. Because I believe that these prophetic words um, of encouragement and such an identity that gets spoken over us, God wants us to have those to fight the battle well. Wow. Spiritual gifts. I kind of went into prophecy there for a second. Um, spiritual gifts are so important. And I just, the point of this podcast, right, in light of the day, um, there's a mission. We're on a mission to ultimately glorify God. Um, to be a part of his story, his mission to rescue and redeem the world. We need the body of Christ to be operating on all cylinders. We need to be using the gifts and abilities that God has given us. I'm so thankful for the people in my life who use their spiritual gifts. I think of, um, you know, my bro Levi. He's got an amazing spiritual gift of teaching. Like the way he can break down something um, that's complex and just like be like, Oh, I feel like so smart because I get this now. It's just unbelievable. And I'm just so thankful for Levi. He also operates in the gift of prophecy and some of the prophetic words he's encouraged me with um, are with me and they help me fight the battle well. Thankful for Pastor Tom who's been on this podcast and his leadership um, spiritual gift. It's just amazing to watch him lead um, our church. And uh, I'm just you know, amazed and thankful to be under his leadership. My beautiful bride, Noel, um, I'm just thankful uh, to watch her gift of mercy just operate in the way that she's moved with compassion and then takes action based on um, that that mercy gift. I'm thankful for my mom, who absolutely has the gift of encouragement and um, just the way that she's in, she encourages people, um, but encouraged has encouraged me throughout my life. Uh, we talked about encouragement in one of the early episodes in this podcast. Truly, she has put courage in me through her encouragement. I'm so thankful for the gifts that God has given people, and we need you to be operating on all cylinders. We need you to be to be using your spiritual gifts. So um, let's do it. Let's use our spiritual gifts. And uh, all to the glory of God. It's not about us being impressive, of course. Man, it's it's about God being glorified. And it's about the lost being saved. It's about heaven coming to earth. Our temporary actions have eternal consequences. That's such a big theme in this podcast. So, hey, let's do this thing. Let's, please, know, the action step is know your spiritual gifts and use them 
and eagerly desire and then eagerly desire prophecy. I think that's an action step too. Start seeking the gift of prophecy and uh and and operating in it. So I just want to pr- pray a blessing over you and then we'll get to our nugget. Here we go. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for the person listening to this podcast. God, I just bless them right now with uh just the revelation that they are a part of an epic story and they're they are called forth to be an important part of your mission on this earth and you've given them a special ability probably many um that are needed for this mission and so god i pray i just bless them with that knowledge with just being empowered by you god um and lord i bless them with a courage to use their spiritual gifts and to eagerly desire spiritual gifts and i bless them with fruitfulness um in using their spiritual gifts god and uh god i just i just thank you for them i pray that you would just put people in their life put ideas in their lives um that would strengthen them and encourage them and help them to operate in their spiritual gifts, that the lost would be saved, that you would be given glory, that heaven would come to earth. Um, I bless them with joy and hope in Jesus' name today. Amen. Amen. The nugget for today is that there are certain spiritual gifts that we won't be able to use in heaven. So let's use them now. 1 Corinthians thirteen eight: Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. So um, I just want to encourage you again that heaven's coming and I'm sure we'll still be encouraging each other. Faith, love, and hope will remain, but prophecy, I guess, will cease um, on that day. And so, hey, let's eagerly desire it right now and let's use it um, while we can. So that's the nugget. I hope you are doing well today. Let's let's get in the game. Let's pick up our sword. And um, thank you so much for listening into this podcast. Um, as I sometimes ask, would you be so kind as to leave a review um, of this podcast? so that more people can hear it, uh, find it, and be encouraged and equipped to live for the day. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.